Hello guys, uh, this is Akshay Jaipuria and uh, this is episode 12 of Who's Good Again, joined by Apin and Tushar. Uh, we're going to just run through the previous weekend fixtures, the uh, Champions League fixtures and the upcoming league fixtures of uh, this weekend. Yay, new intro! <laughs> How's everybody? Uh, we're all good. good. How are you? I mean, some of us not so much, but I guess we're all good. It's yeah. not. It's it's a really scary time to be ill in the country right now. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So I just hope everyone is isolating. If you are in India, I hope you're isolating, and I hope your family is safe. And uh, if at all you have, I mean, if we can help in any way possible, please feel free to reach out. We'll, we'll try and figure something out. Uh, anyway, uh, let's, as Akshay mentioned, we'll kickstart the episode. We'll take a look at last weekend's fixtures. Then we'll move quickly into the Champions League games that happened over the last two days. We'll share a brief moment on tonight's Europa League fixtures, which obviously will be, this episode comes out, comes out on a Friday, but we're recording on a Thursday. So, we're, the Europa fixtures haven't kicked off yet. And we'll take a look at some of the weekend's biggest fixtures, uh, specifically United versus Liverpool, that's happening on Sunday. So, yeah, okay, Akshay, kick us off, dude. Anything interesting you saw from the weekend? We had a good game between Liverpool and Newcastle. It was quite entertaining to watch. Uh, actually, that, that was Newcastle. actually that was that was quite fun, right? Because you can see back at the very last yeah. extra time minute, uh, basically with the last last kick of the game. I know they had they had a goal denied at the start, right? So the, so Callum right. Wilson's I don't know what the handball rule is anymore, but Callum Wilson's uh, like the ball bounces off his arm and then falls into his path, and his arm is stuck to his side. So I don't even know how that's how that's intentional handball. So that goal was disallowed. And like 30 to 45 seconds later, Liverpool came through and, sorry, uh, Newcastle came through and just uh, scored again through Joe Willock, who seems to be like this yeah. crazy super sub that's worked out well for yeah. Newcastle. <laughs> How the hell do you not keep the ball at 90 plus five minutes? Like Liverpool, come on. It's so basic. Like this good. Look at Burnley, dude. Did you see the Burnley game? Oh, I did, dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at 4-0. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 4-0. ஒரேடிங்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்ஸ்
they've um, yeah yeah they've yeah, they drew against I, I think the players are like uh, maybe the that uh, saudi guy saying i'm going to try to buy them again might have given them some fresh life but he said i'm only going to buy you if you are a premier league club Really, I thought if he so, doesn't it become easier if they drop. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's that's what everyone thought. But then, if you drop, then your value also drops by half, and then Mike Ashley won't sell. Hmm. So that's like the catch twenty two thing there, hmm. and and so suddenly I don't know what I don't think it's Bruce. It's just the players doing whatever they can. See, Bruce is like, hey, we're winning. Oh, we're drawing <laughs> Liverpool. This damn cool. <laughs> like Joe Willock was celebrating with him. The last few weeks. Yeah, yeah ASM the... and this guy, like, he's killing it. Mm-hmm. ASM, dude. What a player. He's, he's really fun nice. to watch. Been... He's, he's really he's like... He's injury those... prone, unfortunately. Yeah, but he's a lot of fun to watch. I have a great time watching that. Yeah, he player. really is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. he deserves to be in a better team, Nadia. Yes, sir, 100%. I think he'll go also. I think he'll go yeah. to Spurs next season because if Eric Ten Hag goes to Spurs, which is being widely uh, discussed at this point, I think there could be a very strong possibility he picks up ASM from Newcastle. And if they get like 45 to 50 million for him, I'd consider that a good deal. Yeah, that's fair. Did anyone see the Everton Arsenal game? Oh no, I saw highlights, no, but no. oh, that 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 was goal of the uh, goal of the weekend. <laughs> First of all, I refuse to call it a football game. <laughs> like, what the hell was that game, bro? Like, Everton had like ten chances they didn't score. Okay, <laughs> everyone was doing fuck all. Like, simple passes and all, Arsenal's not doing. Like, like parallel or line passes, they're not able to do. Mm. What is happening there? Really? There was, I mean, I thought that game was bad. Then I watched United versus Leeds, which was the worst game I have seen in so long. <laughs> Everyone, the entire game was sp- was spent with with people kicking each other's ankles. Oh, this one got the ball, kick his ankle. Oh, that one got the ball, kick his ankle. And I uh, think there was, was some partiality against uh, towards Leeds in that game. Leeds were complaining that there was partiality towards United. So I can't. I think it was an even game. Both sides didn't really. create much chances leeds realize that they can't play their open expansive football and they haven't played it for a while um, because in transition they were getting belted yeah it, they attempted this shit in uh, in that 62 hammering at old trafford and they got absolutely hammered in the transition so this time as soon as they lost the ball it was just all everyone back to defend uh, and calvin phillips had, i think had a really good game um, but Going back to Arsenal, Everton, as the disturbing. What, what is how how was Fabian Delph in Manchester City? He couldn't get like one shot on target, like in front of goal. Like you guys saw Werner was bad. Did you see this guy play? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I don't know what Pep does, dude. He he turned Delph in. He won the title with Delph in midfield. No, Delph at left back because Mendy got injured that season. Left back. Yeah, right. and Delph and yeah. Delph Burton played left back, and they won. They, that was the hundred point season. So maybe it's just Pep's coaching, and he's like so he's such a megalomaniac where he's like, oh, I want you to be in this exact position at this at this exact time, and if you don't, you're out of the team. And that's probably what why Delph shat his pants. I was like, okay, fine, I'll do what this guy crazy guy tells me to do. 
but you take him out of that squad and he is i think he's a fairly average player he's not done um, i didn't even know he was still at everton like everton fans didn't know he was still at everton so when he started playing <laughs> everyone was, yeah, like, I mean, I was like yeah. wait what this guy is here <laughs> it's one of those random transfers time forgot no um so there was and and, and, and did you see the goal Oh, of like, course I did. That was the, the highlight. Arsenal, yeah, that was the highlight. Thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. And Richarlison got man of the match because of that goal. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, what? what is football? Like, why is football? How is football? <laughs> Richarlison is such a shithouse. He's, that goal goes in and he starts dancing on the touchline. <laughs> yeah, he's celebrating. And then it's a goal goal. And Leno is just standing there with his, hip, with his hands on his hips, and he's like, "I don't know what what just happened." Because and a lot of people attributed to the fact that they would that Everton had no chances, uh, no attempts on goal, that Leno was ultimately like not concentrating, and when yeah. they caught him out, they caught him out at a moment where he was completely switched Probably, off. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, but like, so Richarlison comes to the the touchline, and then he passes. He's passing into the box. Leno and it's going away from goal right Leno catches it and fumbles it and it goes into the goal like I'm just like what <laughs> how can you make a fumble like this <laughs> it was one of the 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 best own goals I've ever seen it it was there was this guy called yeah. Massimo Taibbi okay who did something very similar for united years ago just when when Schmeichel retired they had Barthez after and they had this guy called Taibbi for a bit and basically united went through a sea of really shit goalkeepers till they ended up with van der sar and taibi did something very similar i was like oh, okay mm-hmm. so that's what that's what it feels like when it doesn't happen to you uh, good to know <laughs> um arsenal i don't even think are making like ninth this season like, i think yeah eighth, I, sorry yeah the, they'll make ninth is, at least yeah so they'll yeah, miss out on europe. The so, yeah, yeah they'll probably miss out on europe altogether because Yeah, yeah. Unless the Conference League thing comes in this year, I, I read a I read a stat. I correct me if I'm wrong. I read a stat that the lowest Wenger achieved in all his seasons was 66 points. 63 points. 63. 63. And Arsenal are on course to 63. Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal are on. The maximum they can do is three. Yeah. 61. No. 63. No, at that time it was 63. Now it's probably six. Now it's probably 59 or something. <laughs> Yeah, so they're on they're on course for an excellent season. So it's I mean it has to be seen what happens in the Europa League tonight. I guess all their eggs are in that basket. And you know, Arsenal fans were saying you know, we can't beat the likes of Fulham, Everton at home. What makes you think we're going to jump into a Super League and challenge against uh, a Madrid, a Barcelona, or an Inter or, or, or whatnot? Because Inter are playing some really nice football, dude. They've more or less won the title at. Let's say uh, in in the Serie A, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're they're ten points. Unless they fuck it up, but I don't think they will. They are playing four two four, dude. Like that's a, such a anti-Italian f- football formation. <laughs> I've never seen like that's why it's working, right? Like yeah. everyone else, like Italy still plays like. I think now they're in 2003 football. Like Italy is always like 20 years behind. <laughs> yeah, but it worked so, for them. They are so forward in their league. They always they always play defensive, three at the back. They play, yeah, they play very slow, defensive, very like very methodical. Yeah. So, 
um, I mean, yeah, Inter seemed to be running away with that. The other big, two other big games happened last weekend. One was Chelsea-West Ham, where Timo Werner scored a, a great goal, like a really nice cutback. And then just when we thought it, the draft was over, he missed, from, missed an open goal from six yards. Just Timo things. West Ham, the Chelsea negated West Ham really well in that game. I don't think Lingard had a sniff. Even up to the point where that really contentious uh, red card happened, West Ham were yeah. posing little to no attacking threat. And I think the limitations of the squad are finally showing where they don't have, and Moyes alluded to it as well, they don't have a big enough squad to compete at that level. And the team is gassing out. Um, Suchek is like... Also, if you on, negate Lingard, uh, that's it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like he's their talisman. Hmm. So if you negate him, you their uh, counters won't come or their attacks won't come. I think Lingard and Jared Bowen basically. Jared Bowen is doing yeah, more of, of the yeah is yeah. doing more of the the dirty. Lingard is more noticeable, but Jared Bowen is playing a false nine. He's doing it really well. Um, he's like a budget Phil Foden. Uh, he's he's really mastered that role. I think he moves to a bigger club in the next two years at least because he was really good in the championship. When West Ham got him, and I think he's going to go to he's he's probably going to go to City if Gundogan leaves and deputize there, which would be a, a really mm-hmm. good signing in my opinion. Um, then there was of course the Carabao Cup final, which was Ryan Mason Spurs against um, Man City's uh, Pep Guardiola's Man City, and for the first thirty minutes, it was the biggest walloping I've seen a team give. Uh, an opposition because City were just destroying them for the first 30 minutes. But they still didn't manage to break through, right? And that's what that's why Spurs kept growing in confidence. And in the second half, it got a little more end-to-end. But uh, Laporte jumps up in the 70th, in the 80th minute, also 80-odd minutes, and he got the header. Yeah, and, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, and City saw it out from yeah, there. Yeah. So City are very good at seeing out games. So once they took the lead, it was just a matter of time. Four in a row, dude. Four in a row. Yeah, Carabao Cups. Yeah, Carabao Cups. Yeah, Pep's pretty much owns that cup right now. Like, it takes it from. <laughs> <laughs> but they did our, our boy Ryan Mason dirty, dude. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. They kept showing this stupid stat of Pep Guardiola versus Ryan Mason. <laughs> like yeah. three games versus seven hundred games, some really thousand wins really or bad. something like that. They kept showing it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cup finals I, 1 0 15. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you doing this to this poor guy? I think we should do the we should play this game every time Spurs lose. Uh on a scale of one to ten, how where what are Harry Kane's chances of leaving Spurs this season? I think I think, I think nine. <laughs> Yeah, I I would say yeah. a full 10 because right now Levy, Levy is quoting 125 million, which I think a lot of clubs can afford. That's why I didn't say 10. Mm. I, I mean, I'm saying that Levy might be an asshole about this. Mm. And that's why he, he might mess up the transfer. Um, also, depending on the new coach, what if the new coach wants to keep Harry Kane or something like that? I don't think, that, I think the it. new coach comes in with... Um, see, Spurs are in need of a rebuild. So there is no chance in hell Kane is winning anything till he's 32. He needs to go to a, to a mm-hmm. city. He needs to go to a PSG. Yeah. Or he needs to go to a Bayern Munich. One of three places where he's going to win something. for. He is not inclined to sell to an English club. Yeah. 
he doesn't want to sell to an english oh. club i think but i, I think guardiola will if kane pushes for it because i know guardiola is a big fan and guardiola has a policy of not dealing with uh, rayola he just he's like i will work with any other player in the world i won't deal with rayola which is a great policy to have and then and it shows that even no matter like how powerful your player is there is a system out there that gets the best of best out of a playing 11 like how pep does um speaking of pep let's quickly look at yesterday's champions league fixture before we move to chelsea madrid uh psg or uh, man city was one of the more enjoyable games i've watched this season because it was really a tale of two halves the first half psg were strangling city because they got that early goal through marquinhos a really nice header and then i don't know what demaria was on yesterday he was his defensive work was insane he was not making people for fun a break yeah he was just sliding here sliding there like yeah like, they were really yeah what a defender yeah he was having a great he was he's 33 years old he was playing like a 24 year old what a great game from demaria and in the second half i think when uh, city were lucky to go into that going to half time at 1-0 1-0 down second half pep really must have gotten into them and said listen push up the pitch what the hell are you guys doing and it was like you know that like you slowly choke out a person during uh, like during an mma fight that's what it en- ended up being the two goals came from absolute howlers from psg but that second half psg surrendered all control trying to catch city on the counter and it completely backfired that first goal was a comedy error i don't i don't know if you've seen it um where yeah i've seen it the, the one where it goes through the two guys right no no the the kdb goal which is where he cro- whips the yeah, ball yeah, into yeah. the box Sorry. and yeah yeah, yeah. And, and then yeah. the the keepers like oh some guy is going to collect it and i have to block it but then it just goes into the goal and yeah, that was, was an anti climatic goal everyone's like oh wait oh <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was offside because johnstone's got a touch and you know something was there. then i realized oh it, it spun all the way through without having without having touched anyone so as a one comedy goal wasn't enough uh, the second one was even more hilarious it was a free kick on the edge of the box everyone's anticipating kdb to take the shot he dummies it and then mares comes running and hits it straight at the wall really and the wall moves or the wall parts and the and the ball squeezes in between uh, i think it's paradise and one more guy i'm I forget who it was and di maria possibly the like it squeezes through and snuggles into the bottom corner 2-1 lead tie i think that yeah, the goalkeeper couldn't see the ball right yeah yeah he couldn't he, uh, he only saw it come much later yeah dude mares had some moses moment there like suddenly <laughs> one wall he yeah. parted and he made it goal happen but it's it's funny right kdb uh, uh, he went up to kdb and he said can i take the the free kick and kdb is like if you're confident and you can get the goal because i'll definitely score a goal no pressure you score <laughs> <laughs> and then he he fucking hits it at the wall and gets lucky like <laughs> you're two very lucky yeah, goals and then the and then psg got a, got a player sent off which was a pretty dangerous tackle and they they got a player sent off what i i i feel i feel psg do well is they have the ability to get a lot of people sent off because they're a team full of quick dribblers and jao concello couldn't handle neymar he couldn't handle mbappe he was having a horrible game they had to like put neymar because neymar started that game really well like when neymar was yeah. on it which is why i think psg still have a chance in the second leg uh, i don't think they're going to win it though but i feel there is a chance because 
Neymar and Mbappe, I don't know if Mbappe is like was completely neutralized in that game. He he barely like he was his first touch was not there. Every time he got the ball, there were three players on him. Pep like dude, Pep has handled Cristiano Ronaldo. What is Mbappe? <laughs> This dude is, pep knows how to handle pace abuse like he exactly, can yeah. counter it very easily like he knows how to do that like he'll tell you how to position yourself in such a way that never you will never be counter attacked that quickly but they were still at least in the first half they were getting counter attacked oh yeah second no. half he he got them he told them look listen these are the gaps you guys have to stay here here, here. and then then it started to look a little better shape Yeah, I mean, yeah. Second half, they were second half was like you know, like like a viper coil. Just City were strangled, like just chokeholded them out of the uh, out of the game, which puts a very interesting set of fixtures coming up. Because I am looking forward to next week. Next Tuesday's game is going to be the game to watch. But even though uh, City do have the lead, I feel there's there could be an upset there if if uh, if PSG get two goals, if they get a goal and a penalty. that tie is open straight back up but moving on to chelsea madrid which i think was like a chess game because it was more of more of yeah. case of who who blinked first um i think we could have been 3-1 up easily very easily in the first half right yeah in the first half hmm. because timo was doing timo things yeah timo doing timo things like yeah. he was in front of kotwa and he passed it straight to him and i was like what like at least little bit left or right or something you're you're a striker in the premier league uh, yeah. playing in the champions league like yeah. come on you had to do better for sure yeah but pulisic's goal was damn nice dude i mean even he was like you know what scored some not passing to timo <laughs> i'll take yeah. it on the keeper yeah mm. yeah but he did really like he was toying with them he was like no wait i'll score no wait i'll go a little bit more a little bit more right and then he put it in it was very uh, reminiscent of the robin goal against spain in 2014 very similar goal where robin gets yeah. the ball but he's on the other side and yeah. then he runs he runs he runs and then he then, then he like slams it into the net very very nice goal oh, but that oh, it's like that, a very like sweaty fifa goal <laughs> yeah Yeah. It's like wait. It's like no. It's like circle X, circle X, circle X, and then like you you fake, you fake, you fake, you fake, and then you shoot. Yeah. Yeah, you shoot exactly. <laughs> um, but the Benzema goal was also insane. That man is dragging that team. Ball comes in from across. He's doing really good. And he's yeah. backtracking and volleys that dude. It was, it was a he got so much power on that shot. And then I think that. towards the end uh, zidane was like okay fine we'll take a 1-1 and get out of here cuz his team he doesn't seem to have a really full, fully fit squad yeah mm-hmm. the funny thing is marcelo is missing the next game because he has to go for election yeah i read, i read about that but i don't think he's going to miss the game because they'll it's happened before and they can get it suspended or something i was just hoping mm. but uh, yeah i think um, It's sad we could have ended this tie in that first half. I still think Chelsea won with three one. I hope because see, like it, it required that kind of a crazy goal from Benzema to score against us. You know, like some magical stuff. It's not like uh, it came through like a system or anything. They were just like doing the same cross and inshallah, mm. they scored. <laughs> If Chelsea get through next week, they're winning the Champions League. 
because yeah, yeah <laughs> it'll be revenge of future <laughs> no it'll because yeah. whoever comes that's the story of, arc, right yeah whoever comes out of the other two games if it's psg tushal knows their weaknesses front to back you will exploit it to the max if it's pep he will do what he did in the fa cup where he frustrated the living daylight out of him and hit him on the counter which is which is what chelsea are so good at doing because this when that ball ends up in the uh, opposition's final third he suffocates them there and he just like to a point where there's no space to move it's, it's extremely packed in the uh, in and around the box and so people tend to get frustrated and i feel city will have that problem they'll try to make those runs they'll get tracked all the time and eventually um eventually i think it's see, also like kante like bossing the midfield yeah like, okay like, i don't know he's fire. everywhere he's everywhere like <laughs> like every time i watched the frame he was always there somewhere running around or getting the ball or passing or he's been revitalized like. dude under tushul i don't think he was having a great season under frank but under tushul he's been really he's been revitalized the other thing is you know timo might be bad at finishing but the dude has great positioning like better than jerud and tammy for sure like he dude, gets into such good positions to score but he doesn't score that is see, the sad part no he he was very upbeat about it he's like last season was all going in this season it's not so we'll see next season he's i i like that attitude in a in a striker where he's just i i feel he's having a bad season moved during covid a lot of people haven't really reacted to uh you know this weird to like to the situation we're in very well so maybe next season when the fans are back he'll get more of a push yeah n- none of these new players have had chelsea fans come there sing yeah. their name no it was one game they've not played anything not even not even one game no chelsea leads no <laughs> chelsea was ever allowed fans no no they were allowed fans no no we were never allowed chelsea leads were allowed chelsea everton one of two games everton they were allowed at, at goodison park Chelsea they were allowed for Leeds the Leeds game that ended a crazy Leeds game there were fans in the stadium but that was not at home right it was at home at Stamford Bridge oh okay hmm i thought i i won game oh yeah yeah one one game yeah one game with hmm. 3-1 but still right hmm. it's not a full stadium now is it but no hmm cool Okay, so who who do you have going through um, in next week's fixtures? I have Man City going through. Hmm. Actually, you know what? I'm telling you, this is all building out to be Tuchel's redemption arc. Or like, you threw me out, I came back to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you threw me out to win the Champions League. I will be the one who doesn't let you win the Champions League. If PSG so, yeah. lose the Champions League and they lose the league, right? I think Poch gets sacked. Yeah. There were some Spurs fans yesterday who were tweeting, "What a terrible performance in the second half! Sack Pochettino now." <laughs> <laughs> Poch out. <laughs> Everyone's like asking, clamoring for him to come back to Spurs. Uh, no, I don't think they should do that again. Like, no, I think they're going. Let them go find someone new blood. Yeah, they they they're going to get Eric Ten Hag, and somebody said if they sign Eric Ten Hag, maybe the first thing he'll do on uh, when he gets there is terminate Lucas Moura's contract, which will be a blessing in disguise. 
because uh, Eric Ten Hag was the coach of Ajax and Lucas Moura oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, had the had the hat trick against them right so correct correct he was the last minute goal that made them go through yeah exactly so yeah. it's like <laughs> like it just be a blessing in disguise okay then they now coming to Europe's premier competition a game so amazing that they that it's both being like both of them are being played at the same time one is arsenal versus villarreal which is arsenal coming up against their former boss in unai emery and united roma who which is a, a decorated fixture was a decorated fixture in the champions league but now is somehow a european europa league semi final quite sad a testament to how how far these clubs have fallen not that roma would remember the champions league outings very well the last time they played united old trafford they got smashed 7-1 I think then they lost two nil the year after or something, but the seven one is is the is the result that sticks in everyone's uh, minds. See, I seems like it's going to be a good evening. I guess. <laughs> What? I'm going to watch the fixtures, the highlights of the game after after this podcast, hmm. just to reminisce the memories of that game. All all seven goals. Are amazing goals. Each and every one of them. They were. They were all good. Too good. Um, so, I don't know. I, I feel United should win this fixture, but this, this is exactly the kind of game they lose because that's what they do. All signs point to United screwing this up, even though they shouldn't. But I don't think they will. We have Lindelof, who's uh, starting, so I'm sure it's going to be a nightmare. Lindelof is starting. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, expect more long balls over the top. I feel like yeah. now it's become a very what do you a very common like as people have been able to point it out after he's been doing it in every other match. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he won't. Uh, he'll have a good game. Hmm. But for Arsenal, have their chances are severely boosted because Lacazette, Aubameyang, uh, Tierney, everyone is back from injury, so they have a really strong squad. so it could be like if all goes well for both clubs it could be two european uh fi- finalists and two europa league finalists uh from the uh, yeah. from england basically i think that's the first time in history no it's happens. happened multiple times it happened uh the year spurs were in the champions league final spurs and liverpool were in the champions league final arsenal yeah, chelsea were in the europa league oh, right, in the right. europa okay. yeah No, they were better than 4-0. <laughs> four, yeah, 4-1. Four, that was a great game to watch. There's a really that nice... That was Hazard's last game. And he took them to the cleaner, like, properly <laughs> belted them. No, it wasn't even like, Hazard. He ran through the defense. It was Hazard running through the... And it was Giroud. <laughs> no. And the, you should... Oh, like, they had court. sold to win the, win the Europa Championship. <laughs> <laughs> so he, <laughs> there was this sequence uh, a bunch of youtubers who were like oh my god lacazette obamayang you have been outdone by the lamppost <laughs> what is wrong with you jiru was amazing in that game i think and that was like the pre you was you had just come off a come off a great world cup and he was really good in that game but he didn't score I, a goal in the world cup but yeah yeah He was just like World Cup winning Giroud. That's yeah. <laughs> positional hero. Um, yeah. Speaking of Giroud, I think Giroud and Tammy are both leaving this season, which is quite a shame. And 
uh, Tammy, in my opinion, is a 20-goal striker in the right team. He's he's huge. Like, what, six foot five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's doesn't fit. The thing yeah, is, his positional is shit. He's so shit. Um, he doesn't fit to the system. That's, is that what it is? Yeah, he doesn't fit. Also, he's second striker, right? He wants to go and play as a first striker somewhere. Here, he'll Spurs, always be second striker. I think Spurs are a great option. But Spurs again will take him as a second striker. No, they'll take him as a first striker. They sell, if, they sell Kane, if they sell Kane, yeah. 40 million if you snap up Tammy Abraham, that's a great deal. Because then you are left with about 130, 140 million worth of investment that you can pump into defense and you can pump into midfield. And God, yeah, that also makes sense. Yeah, and that and they need it desperately. Like they desperately are in need of uh, a new defense. Yeah, they're in dire need. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, oh, that's really, really bad. That's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll quickly um, move on. Okay, who do you think is going to win either fixture? United and uh, Villarreal are going to go through for this. United, I expect United and Arsenal to go through in both. I feel Arsenal have... uh, I think uh, Gerard Moreno, his Spain striker, uh, he plays for Villarreal at the moment. He's having a season of his life. But I think Arsenal will will, switch on because it's a one-off game. And it'll be a United Arsenal final, and I expect a Chelsea City final in the Champions League. Oh, man. The full English. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a full English. Mm-hmm. It's about to happen. An all English European finals. It'll be exciting to watch if it, if it happens. I'd be interested. But you know, they don't like it, right? They, they always like, I mean, at least UEFA doesn't like it when it's the same countries play all the finals. Last so season was the different. The viewership goes down. Yeah, last last season was different, right? Yeah. This is like, it was that season where they, I think UEFA deliberately did it also. They put the Classicos as semifinals and not finals. Yeah, they made, they made sure like it's not the same country. Oh, but guys, we have to do an episode on the episode on the four classicals. We'll maybe this something we can do once we hit our like twenty fifth or fiftieth episode, because the four sure. classicals in eighteen days is a great. I was reading up on it and just some of the things that were said in the build up and after the game was hilarious. Like especially because Mourinho was trying to uh, get under yeah, the Barcelona Pep players, skin. yeah, Pep skin, and the Barca players were like, "We're the best. Fuck you." <laughs> some, some like like the tactics, the 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 name throwing in press conference, press conferences. So much is there. We should really do some research on that and, and do an episode. Okay, quickly we'll move on to this weekend's fixtures. Anything interesting? I know United play Liverpool, which is the only thing of significance is if if United lose this game, it lets Liverpool back into the uh, it lets Liverpool back into 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 the top four race, and City win the league. If City win at Palace, because that's really what it's come down to. Yeah, I don't think there's any other exciting fixtures to look forward to this week. Um, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel West Ham have um, West Ham have something, some interesting fixtures this week as well. Yeah, they play Burnley. Um, 
Oh, we have to talk about Burnley for a quick minute. Um, <laughs> we addressed this at, at the beginning of the podcast, but Burnley, 4-0 winners against Wolves with, with a Chris Wood hat-trick in the first half. <laughs> yeah, that was quite, a, quite interesting to watch. What a performance. Yeah. I was, and also, I want to like highlight um, Leicester. Ian Archer at Leicester, what, he's having a crazy second half of the season. His goal against... Palace, the second one, like his first was an assist, I think, to Castagna. The goal he has was unstoppable. He takes it one, he sets himself up with one foot and bangs it past the Guaita and goal. What a what a great goal! I think Leicester Leicester kind of have top four, third. I think they're they're sealed. I think third place. Yeah, yeah, they have a a tough end run of end of uh, season fixtures, but. I feel they'll be able to beat Spurs and they can, if the Icao draws between City and West Ham, I think it will be City, United, Leicester, Chelsea or vice versa. Okay, uh, we'll quickly take a look at HPL options or captaincy choices for this week, Akshay. I think there's only one place to start, right? Kane? Yeah, Kane. Kane, yeah, he has a very easy fixture. Uh, Sheffield United, I think it's a no-brainer here. Yeah, so I think that seems to be that's universal more, choice. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, it's a universal choice. That's the safe bet. But if you were to pick a differential this week, who would you go for? Mm, I would go probably with uh, Inayocho because Southampton have also been shit. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I, yeah, I'm actually. I was at something I was contemplating too. Yeah, and Lester are in good form. He's in really good form. Goal and assist, goal pretty much every week, every game for the last three, four games, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Um, so he might be a good def- differential to have. Scored captain. in the cup final as well against Southampton, so that's definitely a, a good captaincy correct, choice. Correct. So yeah. if you have any of. A Nacho or Kane, it's a good captaincy choice. Um, Matthias Pereira, yeah, Matthias Pereira at West Brom has accumulated the highest points uh, in the in the last ten game weeks. I think he's only behind. I'd like to see he's behind one player. I, I, I he escapes me, but Matthias Pereira for five point five at West Brom is having a great season. He'll probably move at the end of the season to a bigger team, but definitely an option for most people to consider. Okay, this was something I've, yeah. I've seen being banded about everywhere, but is it time to get rid of Bruno? Because he's occupying a lot of money on my team, and I'm sure on your team as well. True, true. He's, and there I really is no, that as well. there's no real value to him being there. Maybe we get in somebody else who split the funds, push it into midfield, because I don't want to make a transfer this week because I expect double game weeks to pop up, news of it to pop up by at least before deadline tomorrow. So it's interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, but I was thinking of removing him. I feel like if you have a transfer, bank it so you get two for the next week, and then yeah, you can accordingly yeah. figure out your wildcard strategy if you have a wildcard. Because I, I expect blanks in thirty-six as well. Yeah, it's so, going to be a difficult time to, uh, you know, uh, figure out what you want to do with your FPL team. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. So I guess that that about wraps up the episode. 
uh, thanks guys i know that this was this was difficult to to put through considering the the situation we're all in but thanks for taking the time um we've we're we've, we ran a test run of a watch along last weekend and i with some technical issues but i think we can iron that out by this weekend so we might do one for liverpool versus united on sunday so if you're listening to the podcast and if that's something you would enjoy join us there'll be the three of us plus we'll be joined by sid who was on episode 10 and we just continue to have discussions on the game and as we watch and you know give, give our thoughts and opinions it's more like the a bunch of peeps just hanging around and 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 chilling out and watching a game and given Actually, lockdown yeah, yeah and given yeah. lockdown restrictions it's the only thing we can do where we are currently so yeah if you can join us please do join us we'll see you on the next one take care cheers take care bye cheers cheers cheers